Have you ever had an interdimensional experience? <laughs> you want to meet the devil? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. A April the 5th took a week off last week because I just needed a break every once in a while after doing like a couple of weeks in a row just gotta step back I got to it's good for the health of my of my mental capacity and of my physical capacity started getting back on the treadmill working out I got a big run coming up in early May so was just focusing on that a lot last week, trying to get that routine set up, but we're back this week. I don't even know where to start here. Taking a week off is hard sometimes because I like to keep these relatively short for my attempts at editing and, and trying to keep it digestible. I don't, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not going to keep anybody's ear for an hour or so. So we try to boil it down to as little as possible just to try to hit the highlights here but even just from what's come out today there's there's more than enough to talk about with it even without even touching what happened last week just the past 48 hours so far has been insanity this thing in in Ukraine with the busha or whatever that that town there with the with the, the mass graves and shit like that. That story seems very suspect. There's a lot of people covering that right now. Heard a lot of good stuff on several shows today. So if you're listening to this show, you're probably listening to those. If you're not, um, just get a hold of me and I can point you in those directions. And they'll cover that a lot better. But one of the things I was listening to today, I can't remember what exactly the show was. They were talking about how in that area it looked like some of the bodies had white like a ribbon things on them like we've been seeing everybody in ukraine have like different colors on them i'm thinking that's to kind of identify who's who's on what side or whatever but a lot of them had white ones on in that area russians and russian sympathizers had that on so i'm not saying this is the case but there is a case to be made that maybe these are some of russian sympathizers maybe the azov battalion or whatever killed these people because the the maybe that hasty retreat from around kiev left some of these people vulnerable they weren't able to get them out with them and they got left behind and they got killed of course we're going to see that portrayed in the media as as we're seeing it right now and i would not expect them to do anything different because any kind of more ground that Zelensky and ukraine can can gain to get us get the united states and nato end of world war three is going to it's going to be done no matter what the circumstances are maybe russia killed these people i don't know and nobody fucking knows unless they're there there's there was a a witness person i guess a person that witnessed this a witness there we go uh, said that she's seen it happen the videos on twitter it's it's all in ukrainian and there's just english subtitles i'm not going to waste our time with that because 
we got other things to get to, but that's just something to to look out for. The stories we're hearing out of Ukraine, a lot of them are so much bullshit. We can't really trust that much of it. We've had the ghost of Kiev. We've had the Snake Island. We've had so many things that have come out to be pure propaganda, and we're still promoted as propaganda because that's what what it's all about during war. It's about saying, hey, our side's winning. Our side's kicking ass over here. We're doing amazing fucking things. So... This is one of the things, you know, judge it how you will, but don't don't close your mind to other possibilities is, is the biggest thing I can say because we don't know. We're not there. We we have to wait for this shit to kind of sort itself out, but we know that there's propaganda on both sides. So Russia of course is denying all that shit. I don't want to get I don't want to get bogged down on, on this one topic because we got other stuff at home that we need to deal with here. But just just keep an eye on it. Don't don't let your opinion get swayed one side or the other. Don't don't think that Russia is not capable of this kind of stuff because they are. But let's just keep an open mind. Okay, let's get over to. Let's see. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much. Let's jump over to Obama talking at the White House today, which is, of course, our current president at the moment. He is the the big dick over here of course and we're gonna listen to a quick uh i think like a 24 second clip from joe real quick who just uh if he's if he's trying to be funny like i said i want to approach approach this from the the mindset that maybe he's just trying to be funny and he comes off as a as a senile old fucking man so like that angle is still there but Let's also think that he is trying to be cognizant. There's a lot of shit going on in the United States, of course, with food shortages and things like that 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 are going to be on the horizon. So this isn't really a time to be joking. Like, if everything was going fucking great, we had no worries in the world, I wouldn't care if the if the president was, was being trying to be, be a smart ass and be funny, okay? That's fine, if everything's going fine. But everything is completely fucked right now. And I don't think this is a good time to make jokes if this is what he's doing. But let's just listen to the clip. Thank you very much. Please. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Barack Obama's vice president. And I'm Jill Biden's husband. By the way, the only reason Jill's not here today, she's working. (laughs) She's teaching. (laughs) And so I just want you to know that's why she's not here. Okay, so he says he's uh, Barack Obama's vice president. Of course, that's been, I guess, six years ago now since that ended. And then he apologizes for his wife not being there. She's the fuck, the fucking first lady. Who cares where the fuck she's at? She's not voted for. Nobody wanted her in office in the first place. So you don't need to apologize to Barack Obama about your wife not being there. So... Like I said, if it's a joke, it's a it's a shitty joke. And if you're trying to be funny right now, it's a stupid fucking idea. And if you're mentally insane like Joe Biden is, this is does not look good. This looks good no ways right now because there's a lot of other shit going on in the world, and we're gonna get to it. Um, next clip here. Obama was asked uh, what what the Democrats need to do in the midterms. This is his answer. If we can get the clip to load here, we're going to give it a shot. Mr. President, what do you say to Democrats? 
Democrats worried about the midterms? What do you tell Democrats worried about the midterms? We got a story to tell, just got to tell it. Okay, so you hear it. We got a story to tell. We just need to tell it. So, of course, there's there's an agenda. Of course, that's not the new. We know exactly what the story is. It's it's complete chaos. It's going to be complete chaos. It's Donald Trump's fault, and which some of it is in a way. But this is all landmines we're stepping on ourselves. Every time Joe Biden tries to fix something, he completely fucks it up even more. So when when Barack Obama says stuff like that, that gets me scared because the only only way the democrats can turn this shit around is by doubling down or making the situation even worse and you might and you might think to yourself how can making the situation worse make it better and my answer to that to that question would be you can make stuff worse by at the last second trying to offer a solution to it putting it on a fall guy of course we already have putin as this fall guy but there's going to be another wave of covid and stuff like that coming food shortages you can offer a small solution right at the last minute and it will switch switch people to to that idea i'm not necessarily sure what the the way of spinning this in a good idea will be but it's it's something that is definitely on the table. There's also this possibility of where the Democrats want to get wiped out to get people radicalized and then at the last second just switch shit back up again. That's that's what our government does all the time. And it 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 works sometimes. Sometimes it works or there's uh <laughs> election fraud and stuff like that, but Barack Obama saying this does not give me a lot of hope in the in the future of things kind of turning out our way it it makes me a little a little worried since the the real president right now is at the white house Uh, i think the last thing we got let me scan through yeah okay so the last thing we got on biden is of course the hunter laptop thing which has been blowing up i guess uh started like a week or so ago when i when i kind of took the week off or whatever not doing a podcast and uh today Peter Ducey was asking uh, the soon-to-be-next, I think MSNBC or whatever, uh, anchor or host or whatever, Jen Psaki, who's still behind the the podium being the press secretary, which is just completely shady as shit, and and there's a long history of of this kind of bullshit going on, especially with like Brian Stephanopoulos and shit like that. So this happens quite regularly, but it is still very disgusting to see people still like mid mid first not even mid first term already stepping down and going and getting a job at one of these these major news outlets news with quotation marks of course but she is a spin doctor she is like fucking the dj of the truth like and then skips it to the next track doesn't answer anything of course let me circle back which i don't think she says that much anymore but that was the funniest shit for the longest time but let's let's hear what jim pasaki has to say when of course peter Ducey is always up in her ass i think peter Ducey's might might be one of the main reasons she's running from this job because you can only spend shit so much with with you know not saying the same thing over and over again like if even if you spend stuff you need to give a different angle to it and she is is kind of losing 
I think losing her her tact or losing her her ability to do this all the time when you get asked real questions, you can only spin spin so much and circle back so much. Let's go, Peter Ducey versus Circle Back Girl. Family. He said that during the campaign, and he will continue to abide by that. So I'd point you to the Department of Justice for any additional steps they would take. They would make those decisions independently. Is there any concern that they're not going to be necessarily seen as being able to make the decisions independently? If the White House Chief of Staff is out saying that uh, the President is confident his son did not break the law. Well, that's something the president has said, and certainly we would echo. But in the same answer to that question, Peter, uh, during an interview this week on an ABC, Ron Klain also said the Justice Department is independent and they will make their own decisions. And the president has said that he never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Yes. My dad, who's also just like a middle-class person like myself, asks me about my work all the time. And I don't do any illegal shit. I do a very mundane job. And I find that very strange. Your father, who's been a career politician, been vice president, running for president, has ambitions to run for president, is not asking what his cocaine, crack cocaine-fueled son is doing on the board of these companies. And, of course, he set him up in those positions. I mean... That is complete bullshit. If my dad is asking me about my work, I can guarantee you Joe Biden is asking Hunter about his work. I That is complete bullshit. That is the utmost dog shit I've ever heard in my life. That Joe Biden isn't asking Hunter Biden about his foreign work and all the bullshit that's going on in that family. Complete dog shit. Like I said, she, she, she's a really good liar, so... The, the position will fit her very well working working at another uh, a line mainstream media place. It, it's, it's, it's very fitting. So switching gears a little bit. This New World Order and false flag shit has gone real crazy since this Russia thing started. And the New World Order thing is just taking off global orders this kind of language like we've not we've heard it out of out of a politician's mouth before but if if you look you can find this shit like almost every day several times a day that this this new world order this global order putin's doing this he's challenging the global order this kind of language is out there just like fucking crazy so mark milley today was addressing look like some people in congress i guess like a, a subcommittee or a committee or whatever and let's listen to what uh oh oh i want to know about white supremacy mark milley has to say here alongside our allies and partners at any given time approximately 400,000 american troops are currently standing watch in 155 countries and conducting operations every day that keep americans safe currently we are supporting our european I like, to, I like how we said we're conducting operations every day. So we know what these motherfuckers are up to. And they just tell us, but you don't need to know what exactly we're doing. We're doing some shit, guys. But you don't need to know. European allies and guarding NATO's eastern flank in the face of the unnecessary war of aggression. He's reading off, uh, off a script here, off paper. This isn't just flowing from the dome. This is this is written for him to say, of course. This little fag. I hate this dude. ...by Russia against the people of Ukraine and the assault 
on the democratic institutions and the rules-based international order that have prevented great power war for the last 78 years since the end of World War II. We are now facing two global powers, China and Russia, each with significant military capabilities, both who intend to fundamentally change the rules-based current global order. We are entering a world that is becoming more unstable and the potential for significant international conflict between great powers is increasing, not decreasing. Okay, so there is an argument that he's talking about the global order in the sense of, you know, fair trade, the the global supply chains, everything flowing easy, everybody having a good as life as possible unless you live in the Middle East or sub-Saharan Africa or in like Yemen or Iraq, Afghanistan, which some of those fall in the Middle East, of course, but he's talking about challenging maybe our our lives in the, in the westernized world. Maybe you can make that argument, but I don't think that's what he's talking about. There's there's better ways to say that instead of just using vague terms like this. This was a speech written for this guy, and he's he's using these vague terms for a reason, and it's all the new world order. It's that shit. But people will point to him like, oh, he's talking about this global order, man, like, you know, the supply chains and shit like that. Bullshit. Bullshit. This guy has unlimited time to talk, and there's no reason to use this vague fucking language. There's no need for it. Let's jump over to... I have my thoughts about Dan Bongino. I don't know what the fuck to make of the person, but... You know, when people point out that shit's going going sideways and shit looks real poopy, this is the kind of guy I will listen to when they when they point out the... The, out the shit that's going wrong in this country. So let's jump over to old Dan Bongino real quick on Fox News, talking about the new world order and digital surveillance. Kind of pointing out what I was saying, that we're just hearing this so much all of a sudden. It's just coming basically out of nowhere from these, these people in power's mouth, uh, something they've denied forever, and now it's just openly admitted one day. You're meant to forget all of this in that... This this isn't real, it's a figure of your imagination, but we're going to talk about it ad nauseum. These motherfuckers. Anyone out there, by the way, still doubting that this isn't on purpose to bring a new order to the world or whatever they want to call it? This was just a little bit ago at the World Government Summit. The title of this session, Are We Ready for a New World Order? Are you ready? I, I'm not. This new world order really sounds like crap to me. It sounds like it really sucks. So how's this working out for you? You enjoying living under the rules put in place by the house? Working out great, isn't it? I guess it doesn't really matter what we think. I mean, you know, we are the have-nots. Whenever globalists, they talk about the future, do you ever notice it's always about some form of digital surveillance? At the end, what, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. This is bipartisan, by the way. Here's a former advisor to President Bush speaking about digital surveillance. We're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of 
every single transaction that happens in the economy. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves. Eyes open yet, folks? Okay, so, wow. We we see him talking about it. We know it's coming. And a lot of people won't won't accept the truth of, of that's, that's what's going on here. It's really sad to see in a way, and it's all it's all there for you. Klaus Schwab talking about the biological identity from from like I'm guessing the vaccines and shit like that. That'll be judged. Of course, they want to track like every transaction over like six hundred bucks. Make sure you're paying your fair share. While well, they're still worried, supposedly about Elon Musk making all this money, not paying any taxes, which he. I think he's posted it in a way, but he said how much he paid. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. Of course, him, you know, spending all this money on Twitter out of the blue, which he had to buy those stocks from somebody or else the the, the stock price of Twitter just would have went insane with, with that purchase. And I don't think it has from what I'm seeing. So we know we know there's a bunch of bullshit going on here. We just don't know at, at what level they're going to start kicking it off. The... There's definitely some a lot of movement with the housing market, which has been pretty insane here lately. But it seems to me that there are people like BlackRock and Vanguard, and they're funding other companies to go and just start buying up houses. Since people are seeing like, oh shit, I can sell my house for this much. So people are selling their house, making all this money. When in the meantime, they have nowhere to fucking move to. Maybe they're living on, on boats or yachts or something like that out on the coast. But... They're buying up everything right now, buying it all up there. You will own nothing and you will love it is what they tell is what Klaus Schwab has said. And this guy, that guy's completely fucking evil. We have talked about it many of times. Last thing before we get out of here, let's jump over to, we're going to keep this really short from here on out. All right. We're going to wrap this up with a article from zero hedge about the food inflation and the food scarcity that's coming. One of France's most important government officials is telling us that we should brace ourselves for an extremely serious global food crisis. Number two, Joe Biden recently admitted that food shortages are going to be real and his administration is now openly using the word famine to describe what is coming. Number three, it is being reported that food prices in Germany supermarkets will soon go up to... 20 and 50 percent so they're going to be going up by that much easily rationing has begun in spain for food and in greece five and six the head of blackrock is warning that that this will be the very first time this generation is going to go to the store and not be able to get what they want number seven since this time last year some fertilizer prices have gone up as much as 300%. Number eight, many farmers in Africa will not be able to afford fertilizer at all this year and is being projected that this will reduce agriculture production by an amount capable of feeding 100 million people. Number nine, Russia is normally one of the largest global exporter, exporters of fertilizer. 
Number 10, in a typical year, Russia and Ukraine collectively account for approximately 30% of all global export wheat exports. That's fucking crazy. Number 11, half of Africa's wheat imports usually come from either Russia or Ukraine, especially in Egypt, is what I've come to learn. Number 12, other nations rely on wheat exports from Russia and Ukraine even more than Africa does. And they give a list here. It's it's all, all bad. They're right there. Number 13, one Russian official is warning that his nation may soon only export food to friendly countries. Number 14, on Friday, it was announced another 5 million egg-laying chickens in Iowa would have to be put down because of a bird flu, which we're not sure if this bird flu is real or it could be just a reason to to kill to kill a bunch of flocks. You just get a person from, like, the Food Drug Administration comes in, test them. Like, all oh, these birds are fucked. We're going to have to get rid of them. The death toll, number 13, or, sorry, number 15, the death toll from the bird flu in Iowa alone will be pushed beyond 13 million as a result from the latest incident. Number 16. Overall, this is what the total national death toll from the bird flu currently looks like. 22 million egg-laying chickens, 1.8 million broiler chickens, 1.9 pullet and other commercial chickens, 1.9 million turkeys have all been killed. That's not good. That's going to ravage the poultry industry, which chicken is usually like a cheaper meat to buy. It's good in protein. It's healthy for you. And and they're getting wiped out right now because of a bird flu. Does that ring a bell like to COVID? I don't know. Number 17, China's agriculture minister has announced that the wheat harvest, the winter wheat harvest in China could be the worst in history. Number 18, we are being warned that the winter wheat harvest in the United States will be disastrous due to severe drought. Number 19, during a recent interview, one prominent U.S. farmer stated that most Americans won't like it when your grocery bill is up a thousand dollars a month number 20 the head of the un world food program says that the planet is now facing unlike is facing something unlike anything we've seen since world war ii which is it's all disastrous right now so food food the food thing is going to be the biggest concern right now so go ahead and stock up on food as much as you can and water and all that crazy shit because it is going to maybe save your life and save your family's life in the near future, start a farm as much as you can, find a way to hunt, be sustainable, be safe, be prepared is the best thing I can say. So with that, we're going to get the fuck out of here. I appreciate y'all tuning in. We will catch y'all in a couple days. Peace out.